Hello and welcome to this episode of the Corporate Escapist TV show and podcast. I am your host, Christine Innes, and all the way from the other side of the world, we have the amazing Evan joining us today. Welcome so much for being here, Evan. Thank you very, very much for having me. It's always exciting connecting with someone thousands and thousands of miles away. I know. You've got to love technology. Like I... I mean, what would we, uh, look, I remember the days when we didn't have mobile phones. So, you know, that's showing my age. So, (laughs) you know. but I I do too, barely, but I do too. (laughs) So, um, but yeah, look, I've got so much I really want to dive into today with you because I know that you're an expert in so many different things. Um, And I want to share a little bit about your story as well, but I'm going to hand it over to you, get you to introduce yourself to the audience, and then we'll sit down and have an amazing chat. Hey, that works out for me. Uh, so I'm Evan, like you said, and I host the podcast Path to Podcast Success, which I was very happy to have you on as well. And uh, outside of the podcast, I still work with podcasts. I have a business uh, editing and producing podcasts for other entrepreneurs, a podcast production agency. Um, my team and I work with podcasters and entrepreneurs to start and maintain podcasts, doing all the editing and production work so that they can show up and record and do nothing else. So uh, that that is just my uh, my little blurb about me and, and what I do. Yeah, I love it. And you know, I'm super passionate about podcasts. I mean, honestly, I think I think every business owner should have a podcast. And it's A, the easiest way for you to connect to your audience. And B, it's a great way for you to get content. Like, what are your thoughts on, on that as well? I wholeheartedly agree because I've, I've always thought this now. Of course, I may be a little bit biased, but I I, I believe it. Uh, I I've always liked podcasting more than the other forms of content creation you see out there. Like, what are the main ones, right? You got copywriting, like you know, posting and, and blog posts and things of that nature. You have videos, and then you have podcasts. All of them are important, but I find podcasting to be a little bit more intimate. I think is a good word for it. Like, if you're listening to a podcast and you listen to it enough. It almost feels like you kind of know the host. If you listen to podcasts all, you probably know exactly what I'm talking about. But you can't get that as much from video or from a blog post. I mean, from a blog post, again, all valuable. But from a blog post, for all you know, a ghostwriter could have written it. And then from a video, no matter what, when you're in front of a camera, there's always a little part of you that like that's on. You know, that you're putting on a little bit of a persona at least. But podcasting, I find, is amazing at really just getting the real you. Uh, and so that's one of the reasons why I love it so much. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, at the Corporate Escapers where, like, obviously my mission is to inspire people through the power of stories. And, you know, stories are just so important. And I think everyone forgets that, you know, we don't have to have like a sad story or, you know, like some big grand story. But every story that we share, we really make an impact. And I think that's the one of the key things that we can do in a podcast, like you said, is to be really raw, authentic and share those stories because you never know who you're going to inspire. Yeah, no, you're not wrong. It's There is a lot of power in that. And when you see those downloads, you see those numbers going up. I mean, even mm-hmm. if you're at the beginning of a few hundred, few thousand downloads, whatever, put yourself in a room with however many people, uh, you know, it shows. That's still going to be a good amount of people. And at least one of those people, I'm sure, was impacted in a, in a really powerful way from listening to the podcast and I feel like a lot of people don't think about that 
Mm, I love that. I'm going to have to use that because it's really <laughs> like, it is really true. Like we, we, we look at numbers and I guess like in this sort of social media world that we're in where we're driven by numbers, but sometimes we forget that that one or two or five, that's individual people. And, you know, like you said, put them in a room. I, I actually think that is like magic. Like we're done. Like the interview's done. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just take that. Oh, yeah. so. No, hey, that's, I always try to make sure I always remind myself to not look at people as just numbers on a list. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's one of the ways I can find myself remembering that is by thinking, all right, well, you know, put myself in a room with all these people. Like that's, that's a lot of people. Each one of those people is different and mm. they are people, not just numbers. Yeah, absolutely. And did you find that, like, obviously, you know, having your own podcast, has that changed the way that you are now more open and willing to share parts of your story and part of yourself? Yes, I'd say hosting a podcast was probably one of the most impactful things I've ever done just for myself and just how I live my own life and how I who I am as a person. Because when I was growing up, I was very introverted. I was very shy. It's always the scariest thing ever if I was called on a class in school having to mm -hmm. share something in front of everyone else. Like, I was always very, very introverted and very shy, like I said. However, after podcasting for a good couple of years, I have definitely over 200 podcast episodes out. I honestly now classify myself as more of an extrovert than an introvert. And things change over time, right? But I think the podcasting was one of the main things that, that caused that to happen. And as a result... Of course, no, I'm, I'm completely open. I share everything about myself. Um, and I think the podcast really helped do that. Because it's sink or swim, you know. I mean, when you interview that many people, when you have to meet a new person over 200 times and guide them through a conversation with you, a productive conversation, then, you know, either you're going to get comfortable with it or you're not. And so I chose to get comfortable with it. Yeah. I love the saying, you know, be comfortable with being uncomfortable because I think as human beings, we're so used to sitting in our comfort zone. We're so used to, you know, just doing the, the norm, like everything that we've just done as a, a routine. But when you can actually put yourself in that uncomfortable situation and be comfortable with it, because know that you're learning personally, you're learning, you know, for your business, you know, I think that that's when the real growth happens um, both personally and also for your business as well. Yes, exactly. You have to be able to put yourself outside your comfort zone a little bit. But then eventually, I mean, your comfort zone expands. Podcasting, when I first started, was not inside my comfort zone. I hated the way I sounded on recordings. I hated recording. Mm -hmm. I hated putting myself out there. And, mm -hmm. and, but now recording a podcast is uh, well within my comfort zone. You know, there's nothing about it that's scary to me anymore. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. I remember the first time getting on camera, I was literally sweating everywhere. Like I was, it was just <laughs> disgusting. I was just like, oh my goodness. Like I didn't know what to say, but now I just get on camera, like makeup, no makeup, anything. Like it just doesn't bother me because oh, yeah. you, you, you're, you're so comfortable. Yeah, that's right. Um, what has been like, obviously, you know, moving from being like starting a podcast, but also now having a business helping people like, obviously you've been able to really relate um, to, you know, some of the things that, you know, we go through the challenges and, you know, a lot of it is also confidence with doing that. What have you been able to now be able to show your clients from hosting your own podcast to now ho um, helping uh, entrepreneurs with, you know, getting their podcast? 
Oh, yeah. Well, the business actually came first. I started doing this back when I was in high school because my mom has been an entrepreneur for pretty much my entire life. Saw me when I was in high school wanting some extra cash. And so she asked me if I wanted to, if she taught me how to edit her podcast and she paid me a little bit of money to do it, would I do it? And I said, yes. So I did that. And then she encouraged me to take that and turn it into a real business with real clients because your mom does not count really as a client, unfortunately. <laughs> but I, I grow that and expanded that. And, and uh, then, you know, graduate high school and everything and started living my life. And that's when I realized I needed to practice what I preach. And so then, then I started a podcast. And so to answer your question, having my own podcast, hosting my own podcast and having gone through the whole process myself has given me a really, really good foundation to actually help my clients in a really positive and powerful way um, throughout the setup process and just hosting a podcast, right? Because mm -hmm. now I do actually have experience. I have a lot of experience now, more experience than my clients typically, right? If I'm helping some sort of podcast from scratch. And so I can draw on that to help them kind of stay calm through the process because, I mean, it is scary some starting it, you know, right, you know, and if they don't have any experience in it, if they're starting up a new podcast, it's definitely a little bit scary. And so I can help them through that process. And uh, I find my, like, the, maybe a little bit of the confidence rumps off, hopefully. And uh, it's really just to practice what your pre-situation, mm. and that's what every business owner should be thinking about. I would never hire a coach that has not hired a coach themselves. I would not hire an overweight fitness instructor. And, you know, I would, I would not hire a broke financial manager. I mean, I probably wouldn't want to hire a podcast editor who has no actual experience podcasting. So uh, if that answers your question, that's kind of how that's helped me impact my clients. Yeah, no, absolutely. And look, I'm big agreeance with that. I think, you know, um, I always say to people, I've got the, the hardest MBA that you'll ever get because I went through the school of life. So, you know, like I've been through so many different things and I think that really helps set you apart because when you've been able to, like you said, practice like what you preach, you know, you, you give such a different depth to your knowledge as well. And then you can actually, when these sort of, those moments that happen that, you know, make it a little bit challenging or we get that scared, nervous, you know, our confidence dips, then you can come in and show them because you've already had experience in that aspect as well. Yes, exactly. Yes. I think it's just being able to actually come from a place of experience can help more than anything else. Yeah, absolutely. What has it been like you having a business, obviously, during COVID? You know, I know that so many people had to pivot and change. But, you know, did you see a change in how you had to do business during that time? The funny thing is, for me, no. I was doing all the COVID-related stuff way before it was cool. I was on Zoom before it was cool. And I was working online before it was cool. Because I, have, I have clients all over the world. That's how I could do that when I was, you know, in high school. I wasn't going to be doing little like cheap stuff for just the neighborhood businesses. I wanted legit clients with legit businesses and legit money too, because you know, I, it's, it's a legit business, right? I need, I, you know, I want to be able to make a positive impact to do that. You need money. You also need money to live. And mm -hmm. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting money. In addition to wanting to make an impact and doing that, all of that in a really positive mm -hmm. way. So for me, uh, honestly, not really pretty yeah. everything it was it, maybe 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 the you know this says i needed to uh rework my life a little bit generally but uh it was honestly a pretty seamless transition into uh covid um i already mm -hmm. worked from home worked for myself worked online yeah that's what everybody else started doing too you know what i mean 
Yeah, absolutely. And I think like that's a, the big thing too is that so many people had thought that we've needed to really, you know, step outside, think outside the box. But a lot of the things that, you know, COVID taught us is we actually already had the resources. Like we already had the technology available to us to literally change the way that we do business. Mm. Um, we just didn't realise the, the full advantage of what those sort of systems or yeah. suites sort of offered to us as well. And it could very well be because I, I am young. At the recording at the time of recording this, I'm 24. Uh, but when I started my business, when I started kind of dip my toe into this whole world, I was like, you know, 17, 16, something like that. And so... Mm -hmm. I, I never experienced anything else. I didn't have to make a transition into the digital world because all that is all mm -hmm. I had ever known in when it comes to business. I mean, I definitely did grow up where it was, you know, like, you know, Windows 98 was the was the uh, the forefront of the technology at the time. But when I started actually ha be having enough intelligence to use technology, you know, we were at the first iPhones. We were like, we were, we were on our way. And mm -hmm. by the time, you know, 2016, 2017 rolled around, all the tools were there. I didn't have to get uncomfortable with transitioning to the online world because that was already within my comfort zone. That's what I had always known up to that point. So it was pretty easy for me, but I definitely understand that that was not the case for many others. Um, yes. Because it's yes, always making, making a change, <laughs> especially in business. Not easy. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. Um, it's crazy because you're, you're actually younger than my son. So it's so funny. Like when you go, you know, grew up with all technology, my son just like keeps reminding me, go, Oh mom, you're still old school. I'm like going, yeah, I know I'm still old school. Like I still love like writing lists and you know, all that sort of stuff. Um, but yeah, I, like I, like one of the key things I would love to find out from you is like, where do you see podcasts going in the next sort of like two to five years? I've been asked this question before and I've asked I've been asked questions similar like oh you know is this something that's going to stick around or like what's mm -hmm. the what's the goal here right what's the plan a lot of people might think it's a like a fad ride or something that's not going to be around for very long or it'll come and go no podcasting I'm very confident in saying this is here to stay in the same way that blogs came and stayed and YouTube and posting video content came and stayed and that is podcasting as well. It is now one of the main content creation mediums. Like I said, you got podcasting. That's pretty much, you know, it's the new radio, really. Mm -hmm. And then you have video and then you have written um, content. And podcasting is the audio version of mainstream content now. And I know that this is true because it has been around for years. People began, began starting podcasts well over a decade ago. And there's absolutely no sign of that slowing down whatsoever. And so it's two to five years from now, there's going to be, I'm sure, many, 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 many thousands more podcasts that exist. Of course, how many of those have a lot of episodes in them? I'm not sure because right now I think the statistic is something crazy like 70 or 90% of podcasts have 10 or less episodes. Mm -hmm. So despite podcasting being, you know, here to stay, it is definitely the newest of all of them. Right. I mean, how long has a video been around? Long time. Mm. How long has the written word been around? Quite a long time. But how long have podcasts been around? Not that long compared to that. Mm. And so if you're in that 10% where you have more than 10 episodes, then you are one of a, you know, one of the proud few. So mm. there's going to be more people taking advantage of this, I think, in the next two, five, ten years. And, yeah. uh, we're still kind of relatively close to like the ground floor of it. So 
I definitely try to encourage more people to to dive in and help make that reality our reality, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. We, um, like, I've just created a, a four-week podcast course, like how to launch it. And it's very much like, let's just get it done. Um, because what I have found is that having a podcast is also part of your legacy. So you can either use it as your legacy for you personally or part of your business as well. Because like you said, you know, it, it's you. It's, you know, you showing up and sharing. And, you know, what are your thoughts on it, like a podcast being part of your legacy? I think that is a really cool way to look at it because unless you go in and delete the podcast and even if you do I'm sure some people have it downloaded out there somewhere yeah. so if you record a podcast episode I mean it exists for as long as humanity exists mm-hmm. you know it's pretty safe to assume and the more you do it the harder it is to kind of erase all of that and so it's out there and, yeah. and, and it's you and like I said before I do believe a podcast is the best way to get across the real you as opposed to, like I said, a video, there's a part mm-hmm. of you that's always going to be like on for that. Yeah. And then written word, again, there's no way to actually prove that was you writing it. And so a podcast, though, I mean, that, that, that's just you. That is the most real and authentic version of you that you can put, that, that you can, like, you know, put out there. Mm-hmm. And so I think there's a really powerful legacy there. So I encourage someone, if they're thinking about that, I mean, that's, that's a way to make sure that your legacy exists and that it stays around and that it is you. And people can see that and get a lot of value from that. Yeah, absolutely. The other thing I love about a podcast is obviously I get to meet amazing people. I actually feel like I get a coaching session every time I do a, a, like a recording like this because I'm sitting there and I'll go back and I'll watch it and I'll take notes myself. What do you think, you know, from you as a host, what do you get out of hosting a podcast? I get a free conversation with whoever I want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that, that, that's honestly what it is I mean I, yeah. I find that's one of my best ways to find uh, potential clients as well for my business someone who I think is interesting in what they're doing someone mm-hmm. who has some sort of coaching I may find benefit in all those people if there is anyone out there that I want to have a conversation with that's not over text because let's be real all the magic happens when you are actually talking to someone yeah. in real time quote unquote face to face even though we are you know thousands of miles apart yeah but that's that's what i use my podcast for that is how i get my foot in the door and mm-hmm. i'd say if i'm reaching out to you know let's say i'm reaching out to 10 people a day to get on the podcast i'd say of the ones that actually read the message because oftentimes a lot of people might not see the message other people that read the message i say i probably have like a 98 percent acceptance rate of people like agree like yeah i'll be on the podcast sure yeah because I'm not, I'm not trying to sell anyone anything. I'm just mm. offering someone free marketing, which essentially mm. is what it is. And who's going to say no to that? And also, you know, people definitely, the ego exists at least to a certain level. And so everyone who wouldn't be flattered by someone inviting them to talk about themselves on their platform. And so if people say yes to coming on the podcast, they come on a podcast, I get an hour of their time and uh, we just chat. Mm. And uh, it's pretty much the same experience as if, we just got on a call for no reason other than to have a conversation it just happens to be recorded. And then I get some content too. So if that answers your question, it's, it's, it's really nice to get some free coaching to, to get on the phone with some potential clients and to meet some really amazing people in a way that doesn't feel very sleazy because I'm not selling anything. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. I love all of that. And I think it's, 
you know, I think that's what people miss out on the benefits of it and, you know, don't understand that, you know, as we all know, is that like as human beings, we crave connection. We crave it in, you know, many different ways. And that's one of the ways that we can do it is on a podcast and you get to connect with amazing people. And because of the brilliance of technology, like, you know, we're on opposite sides of the world. And, you know, it's it's literally just making sure that you've got time in your diary and that person's got time in their diary and you can make it happen. Oh, yeah. You know, the crazy thing is all of this is such it's so value driven and it it's so from the heart, mm-hmm. right, that people really, really open up to you when you invite them on a podcast. And so people I find open up to me when I invite them on my podcast, mm-hmm. we have a really powerful conversation. I ask them genuinely like what can i after we finish recording i ask them like hey you know so what how can i use this episode to support you mm-hmm. in your business what can i do to support you you know like I'm, I'm here for you who can i connect you with what can i do and I'll, a lot of times i get nothing i'm good but sometimes people you know there'll be things i can do to help but the thing is i ask that and then usually they'll turn around and say what about you what can i do to help you mm-hmm. and so you know i really appreciate you asking i what made me want to start this podcast is i run a podcast production agency you know, and I give them the whole little spiel and I just say, hey, you know, do you know one person that you think would be looking for a service like that? A lot of times, maybe you get no, but I'll keep you in mind. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I hear the magic words, you know, yeah, I do know someone. Or the even more magic words, yeah, as Obi-Wan Kenobi said, of course I know him. He's me. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and so the guy, the person is like, yeah, yeah, I'm looking for exactly that. That's so crazy. And then mm-hmm. boom, there's a new client. And there was no hard sell. There was no pitch even really. I just shared what it is that I do in the same way that I just asked them to share with me what they do. And a lot of people really resonate with that. And so mm-hmm. that's kind of, there's there's another benefit I find for podcasting. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. I think the biggest thing is that um, like when we are really authentic and we're sharing our stories, we've got that connection. Research has shown that you can actually 10x your like, no trust factor, which is, you know, normally we have to have 21 to 25 touch points before you can make a sale. But having a conversation with somebody, you know, and having that sort of, like you said, that intimate moment of being on a podcast, you actually are already 10xing that like, no trust factor. And this is the the benefit of like marketing as well for people that, you know, I think a lot of businesses are missing out on. And this is one of the things I say, you know, either be on a podcast, host your own podcast, because you can 10x that like, no trust factor so much more quickly. Because it's just you. I mean, it all comes down mm-hmm. to, again, like what I said before a couple of times now, it, yeah. it is you. It is the most authentic version of you. And people see that and people, I find, really, really resonate with that, even if it's on like an unconscious emotional level. Yeah. If I open up and if I am myself, then the people I talk to, I find also open up and also are themselves. And so it's almost an immediate connection. And those 25 touch points all happen you know, within a few minutes of being on a call, it feels like, right. And then we're like, we're best friends. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I think what you're doing is amazing. I loved being on your podcast and, you know, I'm so grateful for you to share your gifts with us today. And, you know, I would love to ask you just a couple of quick questions. It's sort of a new thing that we're bringing into the podcast. So I would love to know, are you an Apple or Android person? Android, 100%. Android. Okay. Fabulous. Are you, well, obviously I'm going to probably know I've got Mac or um, are you a PC? I uh, definitely use PC. PC. 
PC? Cool. And <laughs> do you prefer the beach or do you prefer the forest? Mm. Ooh, that is a really good, really good question. I would probably, if I had to pick, pick the beach. However, <laughs> they're both very close and I'm very lucky to live in the beautiful California where I can access both anytime I want, sometimes even in the same day. So I don't, I don't really have to pick, but if I did, I'd pick beach. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Cat or dog? Cat. I love both. But again, if I had to pick, more of a cat person. Mm -hmm. Plane or ship? Mm, like to be on? Mm -hmm. uh, I've never taken a long boat journey, but I absolutely hate planes and flying on them. So I would pick ship. Amazing, amazing. And would you rather be an employee or an employer? Hmm, uh, let me think, let me think. Yeah, no, uh, employer, being an employee amazing. sounds like hell. <laughs> amazing, amazing. Well, thank you so much, Evan. And we're going to pop all the link below how you can reach out to Evan. So, you know, please, you know, if you've got any questions for this episode, drop them below. We'll be responding to them as well. Thank you again, Evan, for being part of the show and sharing your gifts with us. Thank you for hosting such an incredible show and giving so many people such a cool platform to share their passions. And I'm happy that I got to participate. Oh, thank you. My absolute honor and pleasure. And I just want to thank everybody who has watched this episode today. Remember to live life to the fullest and to follow your passion. Love and light to you all.